Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out this channel. Especially this is my first day as full-time YouTube. <laughs> Madness, right? Thank you so much for your love, time, and support, and let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, this first story comes from caregiverhuge1686. Am I the asshole telling the truth in the wedding toast? I'm a 30-year-old male and my best friend got married last week. I just bought a house and my wife is expecting our son in November. So I let him know I was limited in what I could contribute financially, but did tell him I would try my best. So I went to the bachelor party in Maine. I rented the tux and paid for mine and my wife's dinner at the rehearsal. I also had a gift of $300 that I was going to give him, but we will get to why I didn't give it to them. His, now wife, then fiance, texted me multiple times a day with updates. Fine. I didn't always respond, and it got to the point where if I didn't respond at least once a day, I'd get a call from my buddy. I have a full-time job and redoing some rooms in my house, so I'm busy. She texted me for the following reasons. 1. My wife was not allowed to talk about our pregnancy at all. She didn't want anyone to focus on that more than her, the bride. 2. She was not going to order special food for my wife. No one asked her to. My wife was fine with whatever she was going to be served. 3. I was not helping the groom enough. He had to help her with favors, seating charts, and programs, so I had to help him with those things, according to her. She also said to get ready to help with thank you notes after the wedding. 4. She said if I was a true best man, I would offer to pay for the bar bill. I don't even know what that means. 5. She had to read and approve my speech before the rehearsal dinner and wanted to be included as much as my buddy. She told me to make up things if I had to. I was also not allowed to include anyone but the two of them and no inside jokes or stories about my buddy that didn't include her. 6. Her last text said to my wife to, to keep it together and not make a pregnancy scene during the wedding. Also, she wanted to choose a dress that downplayed her pregnancy as much as possible. I was just so aggravated. I spoke to my friend to see if he could reason with her. He told me to, to just play ball on this one. It's her day and to cut him a break because he'd be dealing with her nonsense for the rest of his life. I was annoyed but calmed down. The day of, all the bride and my buddy do is scold me, berate me and bark orders. I head down to the bar for a drink. The bride's mother is there and warns me not to get drunk because I've ruined their daughter's day enough. Final straw. I didn't give them the card with the cash and in the speech, I used my friend's exact wording about having to deal with her nonsense for the rest of his life. I wished them the best and told him I'd always be there for him, especially during the divorce. Whew, am I the asshole? 
Now, I really want to come into this one and say not the arsehole at all, because the way they treated you is absolutely disgusting, and this is a, a clear case of bridezilla right here, and the husband just enabling that behavior. And it's one of these ones where I would have loved to have been in that room to see the reaction of everyone else and just the, the silence that would have happened. I'm, I'm pretty sure it would have been like, ooh, shit. <laughs> But I will go down the path of everyone sucks here. And hear me out first, guys. Hear me out. Don't jump on my back about it. I just always think in these kinds of situations, there's a better way to deal with it. I mean, up to the buildup of this one, you could see the signs there. And there was a good opportunity to opt out. I know it's not easy especially seeing as yours he's your so-called best friend and you did say it was the last straw at the wedding itself. So, you know, I can't completely blame you. I mean, in my mind, you're not the asshole, but in reality, I, I think it would be in everyone sucks here. But I got to say as well, I don't think you're wrong in what you did. <laughs> but now let's move on to the comments to see what they say. And we'll start with Curious who says, everyone sucks here, here's why. One, Groom knew he was marrying a piece of work and instead of protecting his interest, he co-signed, aided and abetted his wife's atrocious behavior. Two, his wife sucks for trying to regulate your wife's body, for allowing her insecurities to cloud her judgment and being the very definition of a bridezilla. Three, you for not taking the high road and waiting for the very last minute to defend your wife's honor. Look, dude, you were totally justified, but you also had ample opportunity to jump off the crazy train before it got this far. Being a good friend means having the comfortability and latitude to say no when your friends are off the rails. You waited until the last minute and let your emotions get the better of you. Your wife deserves better from these people and from you in this moment. P.S. Get new friends. These people suck hardcore. And Talk Meme to Me says, everyone sucks here, but listen, you are my hero. Also, be aware that your friendship might be over if not for any other reason than the new wifey will make it so. And Poodle Kitten says, from the title alone, I was prepared to think that you were the arsehole. Through the Bridezilla bits, I was thinking, yikes, they are the arsehole. And by the time I got to the end, I was a firm, everyone sucks here. I don't blame you for not giving the card. They treated you horribly and did not deserve the generous gift you were prepared to give. But I think being honest in a speech took it too far. You would have been better off just cutting it super short. Words can't even describe these two, so let's raise a glass. The end. I don't think your speech was too much because how it impacted them, but because of their families. Maybe their families suck as much as them. They had to get their ridiculous entitlement somewhere. But I'd be horrified to witness a best man speech like you described if I were a guest at a wedding. And Suitable Virus 8 says everyone sucks here. You're the asshole because you dared your dirty laundry in public. This is completely tactless. You should have simply refused to do a public toast. Don't say anything at all if you can't say anything nice and whatnot. Bridezilla sucks for obvious reasons. Groom also sucks for not putting a stop to Bridezilla antics. And Forgotten Troll says everyone sucks here. Two assholes don't make zero assholes. <laughs> they just make two assholes. Your buddy's wife is a pretty obvious bridezilla. Your buddy is taking a cynical view of his bride and marriage, and he aided and abetted her attitude towards you. But you're an asshole too. Piling up all this crap in a speech and dropping it like a bomb on the reception might be satisfying, but it also embarrassed both your buddy and his wife, and it likely ruined the day for everyone else. If you thought the wife was unbearable, it would have been a fair ball for you to withdraw from the ceremony, stand up for yourself and your wife, and even have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with your friend, where you tell him that this lady is no good. But the key to all that is that you keep the feud private, and you don't make a spectacle of yourself. Taking all this to the party was an arsehole move. And the comments pretty much go along that path as well. There's a few not the assholes in there as well saying like, Opie was completely justified in what they'd done for how they was treated and all this kind of thing. But what would you do if you found yourself in OP's shoes? How would you react? 
Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. Don't know where that singing came from. <laughs> and our next story comes from Darth Zenik. Am I the asshole for suggesting that my wife doesn't wear certain leggings out? Backstory, we live in a low income area. There's lots of skeevy dudes that hang out in the neighborhood, by the liquor store and by the bus stop. My wife, 26 year old, works from home and likes to go for a daily walk to a convenience store a few blocks away for coffee and breakfast. She is always telling me how local guys give her lewd looks and sometimes make creepy comments while she's out walking. Yesterday, she called me from the convenience store and asked that I pick her up as there was a creep driving slowly by her while staring. I work from home so I didn't have an issue taking the two minute drive to get her. She asked me to do this roughly once a week. When she gets into the car, she tells me about the lewd looks that she gets and I suggested that she not wear her TikTok leggings out in our neighborhood due to the rude guys that are always out. For those unaware, the TikTok leggings are the butt scrunch leggings designed to really show off one's butt by scrunching up the back and going right up the butt crack. She almost instantly says that it's a misogynistic thing to say and that she should be able to wear whatever she likes. I agree with her that she should be able to wear whatever she likes, but by wearing them, she is attracting unwanted attention. I tell her that the guys are pigs and that they are assholes for making her feel this way. She tells me that she'd get hit on regardless of, of what she was wearing, so she might as well be comfortable. Anyways, it turned into an argument about how I was saying misogynistic things and how she was trying to educate me about how I sounded. I felt hurt because I felt though my suggestion was meant to prevent her from feeling creeped out by the guys around us. Granted, I never said anything to the effect of me not allowing her to do it. I was genuinely trying to suggest an alternative to what she was wearing so that she would maybe garner less attention. She said that my opinion on the matter was not wanted and that I would never know what it was like to be a woman. Am I the arsehole here? And we'll start straight away with Terra Terra saying you're the arsehole because she is right. It doesn't matter what she wears. Women get catcalled and stared at and creeped on when they wear sweatpants and a t-shirt, when they wear a skirt and heels, when they wear jeans and sneakers. The leggings don't matter. I'm so sick of people victim blaming and saying she shouldn't have worn that. For fuck's sake, Muslim women who follow tradition face the same problem and they're covered head to toe. I see a lot of comments saying that you are right, but those people clearly are not women or have been lucky enough to avoid creeps. You can wear anything in the world and a creep will still creep on you. Edit, thank you to all the brave folks for sharing their stories on this thread. Hopefully OP is reading them as well and realizing why he was wrong to say that. You are the voices that need to be heard. And Bubbly Satisfaction 2 says, Sigh. Bless your heart because you're the arsehole. As someone who was born and raised in the hood, and as someone who has been sexually harassed and subjected to street harassment since I was 11 years old, clothes just don't fucking matter. I've been harassed and temporarily stalked while wearing winter gear, jeans and shirts, in parkas, in sweatpants. I have Muslim friends who were sexually harassed and they wear abiyas, hijabs and niqabs. The clothes don't matter. I do apologize if I got any of those last things wrong. I did look up pronunciation. <laughs> and Door Below says, you're the asshole. If she was literally wearing a Snuggie, she'd be getting the same reaction from those guys. It's not the leggings. And Novel Ad says, you're the asshole. I was once told by a friend it doesn't surprise them that I'm getting catcalled because I have boobs. I was wearing a long red bulky coat that reached my neck. No matter how we dress, we aren't asking for it. And no matter how we dress, some men get off of it. Or insult you because you aren't showing it off. It is misogynistic to suggest her not wearing those leggings. They don't matter in the equation here. She didn't ask you for advice or your opinion. You don't know how it is. It is that simple. It doesn't matter how old we are, what we wear, how we behave. It shouldn't be on us to change for something other people do to us, especially since that change does nothing. Simple as that. 
and potential minimum says you may not realize this you don't personally experience it but those dudes will stare no matter what i've been groped in public wearing a sweatshirt three sizes too big and jeans it doesn't matter what kind of legging she wears you're the asshole and we have one more from old butterscotch one saying you're the asshole because it was the wrong time and place she asked you to pick her up because she was so creeped out by someone in public at that moment she got in the car she wanted emotional support and a feeling of safety she did not want to be told what she had done wrong you might think your suggestion was harmless because you were trying to help but she didn't want help at that moment she wanted to know that you have her back and that you will support her pretty classic case of a woman wanting emotional support and a man trying to fix it instead also it's pretty shitty for you to make this about you feeling hurt when your wife is the one dealing with actual harassment now what do you guys make of this one let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story and our next story comes from family conflict 463 am i the asshole for kicking my sister out for having a party at my place a day before our wedding behind my back my female 33 sister female 26 got married last week she helped with my sick husband a lot recently he had a surgery days ago and she watched him while i worked she treats him well so i thought she was trustworthy the day before her wedding she came over in the morning to stay with my husband i said she didn't have to and i told her my mother-in-law wanted to come stay with him she insisted saying she got nothing else to do my mother-in-law called later saying she came over and found that my sister was having guests over it looked like there was a party and mother-in-law was told to leave she said she didn't even get to go inside to see her son i was in dismay i called Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My sister, but no response, so I dropped everything and drove home at five. I got there and saw my sister and her friends over celebrating. I pulled her aside and I was fuming, asking what was going on. She apologized and said she needed a place to host a small party with her friends before the wedding and this was her last chance. She said her fiance already wanted the apartment to party with his brothers. She was hesitant to tell me because she didn't think I would let her. I saw she prepared well for the party which led me to ask if she took care of my husband and she just looked at me confused. I ran upstairs and I went inside the room to find my husband's top and bed covered in vomit. Turned out he threw up in bed and was stuck with his vomit for an hour or two. He's not advised to leave bed unless it's necessary and he's on medication so he's sleeping most of the time. He couldn't leave the bed but I had tissues and tried to clean up his top. I lost my ever loving shit on her. She didn't even check on him except for once she claimed and he was fine. I yelled at her and kept shaming her for leaving my husband in a dirty bed when I was reliant on her to watch him. 
She could have at least called me or let mother-in-law in. I had her guest leave and told her to get her stuff and get out. And she started crying and called brother-in-law who wanted to hear both sides of the argument before deciding who's wrong. I had no time for him. I helped my husband and cleaned up the sheets. I told him I wasn't going to her wedding after this and had them leave that moment. My parents got in the middle and said that making my sister cry and kicking her and her guests out the day before the wedding and then saying I won't come to her wedding to support her after she supported me with my husband was highly disrespectful and ungrateful of me. Mum said they understand I'm stressed and overwhelmed but this isn't how I should have handled this and resolved this conflict. I declined to call my sister before her wedding and said I won't attend after she did this and I didn't go. They are 10 times more furious now and said that I finished my relationship with my sister when I refused to support her because of a misunderstanding. Am I the asshole? You said at the start she's been great helping your husband out with his, with his illness and, and what's been going on. But has she really? Because surely this story now throws everything up in the air whether she's actually been caring for him or not. The fact that she was willing, you know, mother-in-law was going to come around and look after and look after Opie's partner. So there was going to be someone actually caring for him. But no, she just wanted the apartment. And, and in her mind, it was almost like, screw that guy. I need the apartment more. So I'm not going to let anyone care for him. And he can sort of look after himself while I have my, my party. So it was all about her. So I can't blame you. And what's for the guy as well? Brother-in-law turning up, thinking it's a court case. I'll decide who's wrong. Tell me both of your stories. Screw that shit. <laughs> Absolutely not the arsehole to me. And, you know, if, and if I had a partner and someone done that to my partner, I'd be absolutely fuming. I'd cut off anyone who went down this road or enabled that kind of behavior either. That was absolutely disgusting. Not the arsehole to me. And we'll start with Jeepers Creepers 74 saying not the arsehole. My only question is what else has this unconscionable liar been doing at your house while watching your husband? And Sen Pirate says not the arsehole. Your sister violated your trust by throwing a party at your house and to boot let your husband bathe in his own vomit for goodness knows how long. This may not even be the first time that she's done something like this. This was not a misunderstanding as your family is trying to claim. Your sister planned this party but decided against asking you for permission. It's a gross violation of trust. And FMI EB says not the arsehole. She crossed a big line borrowing your place for a party where your husband is ill. She owes you both a huge apology. And Jew Pomegranate says, not the arsehole, wow. For all of her help caring for your husband, she didn't seem to care he could have asphyxiated on his vomit and died while she was getting her party on. Your family doesn't seem to grasp that it's your house. She disrespectfully invited herself to your space and violated her with her friends, neglected and disturbed your unwell healing husband, pulled a teenage house party move and expected you to be okay with it. Your parents need to mind their own business. No, she's an asshole. She owes you and your husband an apology. And sad cartographer 3549 says, not the asshole, to hell with all of them. This is one of the stupidest, most craven and most underhanded things I've seen on Am I the Arsehole. She preyed on your goodwill for the help she had previously provided you, but shirked her duties in the most callous and selfish manner. I'll tell my parents that I no longer had a sister after this stunt, and if they continue to back her, I'll tell them I was an orphan. And we'll have one more from Dan Dutchman who says, not the arsehole. She lied. She had no intentions of caring for your husband that day. She planned and threw a party, which was still a bad idea to have at your home during a pandemic, even tail end, with your sick husband upstairs. Then she left your poor husband upstairs alone and in his own vomit. I'm only happy he did not choke on it, but then she had the audacity to deny his mother entry to see her sick son and help him. Mother-in-law would have happily watched him during the party, I'm sure, but no, she had to keep her party up. 
Your house is not a venue. Your husband is sick and needs rest. And while she helped before, she obviously was using that to her advantage to have a secret party. I would have lost my ever loving shit too. And then some. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to our final story. And our next story comes from Diage868. Am I the asshole for breaking into a hot car immediately when a dog was inside and embarrassing my boyfriend because I looked like a robber? No. But let's read the story first. I was out with my boyfriend and we were in Arizona, which is having a heat wave getting close to 100 degrees Fahrenheit. I saw a dog in a car with a window cracked and I was worried because even so, the car can heat very quickly in the sun. I immediately reached in the window to feel the heat and it felt hot. So I immediately tried the door from the outside. It was locked. I then reached my arm through the cracked window and started feeling around for the unlocking mechanism. I could see it but couldn't quite reach it. The upper part of my arm was too wide to fit through the window. I took the drawstring off my pants, tied a slip knot and slipped it in the window to catch the locking mechanism. I pulled it easily. It only took a few seconds. The alarm went off but the door was able to be opened. I took the dog out and started looking through the car for any other animals in case it wasn't alone, climbing into the back seat. My boyfriend had walked away. I didn't pay much attention at the time because I was focused on the dog, but I know now he was embarrassed and didn't want people to think we were together. I called out to him to go and find some water and ice if possible. He started getting annoyed at me for immediately going to breaking into a car, that I should have at least tried to find the owner. I said we can talk after we get some water for the dog and I carried the dog away from the car. I didn't think to close the door. At this point, the owners came out to see the door of their car open and the dog gone. My boyfriend was near the car and he told them about me having their dog. The owners came and got the dog and my boyfriend was very upset with me for leaving him in an awkward position of being with a car that had been broke into and having to explain, having everyone see his girlfriend, Jimmy, a lock. I said I was sorry he was embarrassed, but I didn't see why he had to be. If anything, the people who left a small dog in a hot car should be ashamed of themselves. We had a super awkward ride home where he said that I'm not socially adept and that breaking into someone's car in front of a lot of people who just think I'm probably a robber and walking off with a dog, leaving the car door open, the alarm going off, was going to look bad. I said he could have helped if the thought something needed to be done that wasn't, like he could tell people that I'm not stealing shit. He said that was a lot to put on him and I could have done something to look less suspicious, but instead at every step I did the most suspicious thing like not even trying to look and see if the owners were nearby or returning. Not getting the store to call them on the intercom, just going straight to breaking in. Am I the asshole for embarrassing my boyfriend when trying to get a dog out of a hot car? Edit to respond to some common comments. Why didn't you call someone? This was a remote area and we had no service. Why didn't you look for the owner, an employee, an authority? then says it was 100 degrees out and hot cars become deadly very fast. I didn't know how long the dog had already been in the car. It could have been deadly in the time it took for me to take a walk and look for somebody. It takes 20 or 30 minutes for a hot car to be deadly and I didn't know how long had already passed. I was going off the belief that every second could count because this stuff gets bad, gets very bad very fast. Weren't you worried about property rights, ownership law, material goods? And then says, no, that doesn't register when I have the life or death of an innocent creature on my mind. And we'll start with Andrique 88 on this one saying, firstly, thank you for breaking into a car and saving that dog from potentially overheating and dying. I wanted to get that out of the way because apparently the way your boyfriend worded his thank you was a bit different. What you did was amazing and should do it again because the life of an animal is much more important than someone thinking you're robbing a car. Which honestly, what the fuck? No one is going to assume that when you're pulling a dog from a hot car. 
I would talk to your boyfriend about how embarrassing his behavior is, since him supporting you was apparently out of the question. Not the asshole. And nobody's baby's daddy says, not the arsehole. I'm also in Arizona and it is illegal to leave a pet unattended in a vehicle if its physical health is at risk, which it definitely is in this heat. Sadly, this sort of thing happens a lot this time of year. And I'm always reading stuff about people having to break into cars to save pets, sometimes small children. If any of the witnesses had called the cops, the dog owners would be the ones getting in trouble, not you. You did the right thing in my opinion. And Novelad says, not the arsehole. As a rule of thumb, even with a cracked window, an animal or child should be in a car for no longer than five minutes, even less so when it's above 70 degrees. Would it have been good to find the owners first? Sure, but you had no idea how long that animal was stuck in the car already. Why didn't boyfriend go ahead and find them while you were doing your thing if you were so embarrassed? Inaction on his part is no excuse. You didn't cause any damage and you were actually thinking quick on your feet. ETA, I would however recommend calling the police in the future to get it clear, mostly because they record calls too. And I found another one just for a bit of a, just for the bit of controversy from Bronchitis Cat who says, you're the arsehole, not because you rescued a dog, but because of everything else. One, you're fixated on your boyfriend's role about him being embarrassed. You mentioned it four times in your story. This tells me that you're resentful that he was embarrassed. You could have done what you did and afterwards addressed the situation better. I apologize for embarrassing you. That wasn't my intent. I was concerned for the dog and took the actions I thought necessary, regardless of how they look to others. Hope you can understand my point of view. Instead, you told him that he should have participated with you in the action he found discomforting. Two, when a dog is in a car, you don't need to jump straight into hero mode. Follow the acronym STOP. Stop, think, observe, and plan. Stop, assess the situation. Dog seems to be in distress. Is the exhaust pipe still hot or is it ambient? Is the dog displaying symptoms of heat exhaustion? Is he alert and resounding in some way when you talk to him or is he passing out? Unless the dog is about to actually fall over dead, you have time to run in the store and find the owner. You said it was remote, so good chance that the owner could be located in a hurry. What type of store was it? Was it a convenience store? Will be in and out in five minutes or was it in a place where people spend all day? You had time to remove the drawstring from your pants, fashion a slipknot, fish the lock, climb around inside the car looking for other animals, get out, argue with boyfriend, take the dog looking for water, etc. But not take the 20 steps into the store and ask the cashier to get on the PA system. The point is, your first reaction to the situation was to engage in last resort behavior. You didn't mention in your post, but how long was it from the time you broke into the car until the time the owners came back? And there was a few people agreeing with this one as well. But what are your thoughts on this story? And what are your thoughts on all of today's stories and your verdicts as well, if you choose to share them, but never any pressure either. A huge thank you for spending 20 minutes or so with the channel today and getting involved. It means the absolute world to me and you are changing things constantly with what you do. Also, if you do have a moment, let me know what you're up to today whilst you're listening. It's one of my favorite things and it will continue to be one of my favorite things. It's just, it's fascinating to know what you guys are, to know what you guys are up to whilst you're listening, going for walks, cooking, all that kind of stuff, driving across the country. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And I'm just a nosy bastard as well. You know that. (laughs) Thank you so much for your love, time and support. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better 
Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 